0: You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that can help fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. Why are judges more likely to deny parole later in the day? And why are doctors more likely to prescribe unnecessary antibiotics in the afternoons? It's because of decision fatigue. After making lots of choices all morning long, they get worn out. Judges defer to the safer and easier decision, which is to deny parole. And doctors hand over a prescription to move their appointments along. It's not just a problem, though, that doctors and judges experience. We all experience decision fatigue. A set feeling that you get when you're just exhausted by all those choices that you made all day, and it's not just your imagination that you're using a lot of brain power making decisions. Studies estimate that the average American adult makes 35,000 decisions every single day. Many of those decisions aren't too taxing on your brain, like when to reach for another sip of water or when to click on the next unread email. But you might also spend a lot of energy weighing big decisions, like whether to apply for a new job. All of those choices, though, both the big ones and the small ones, take a toll on you and fatigue your mental muscles. Studies have found that making too many decisions or having too many options leads to mental overload. Just like our physical muscles get tired when we're exerting a lot of physical energy, our brains get tired when we're exerting a lot of mental energy. Your decision-making muscles get worn out. Making too many decisions causes you to feel overwhelmed, anxious, stressed, and tired. We've all experienced this. Maybe at the end of your workday, your partner asks what you want for dinner, or your friend asks where you should meet up, and you can't decide. It's as if making a simple little decision feels like a giant hurdle. Research shows three things happen when we experience decision fatigue. Number one, you struggle to see all your options. You might feel like you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. In reality, there are probably lots of choices you can make, but you might only see two. Number two, you become passive in the decision-making process. You'll be more likely to go with the default option or the easiest option, like the judge who denies parole more by mid-afternoon You'll go with whatever choice takes less work, not the thing you really want to do. Some companies have figured this out. So to get you to sign up for things like a retirement plan, they say that you've automatically been opted in. Then you have to take action to opt out. When you're tired, you'll agree to opt in because it takes less work than opting out. And number three, you're more likely to make irrational or impulsive choices. When you're tired, you won't want to spend much time thinking about what to do so you'll just grab whatever's easy. Stores know this, so they prey on the fact that you might make impulse purchases near the register, which is why the candy bars are easily accessible. Online stores do this too. When you go to checkout, they tempt you with additional products. They know that you're less likely to make healthy choices when you experience decision fatigue. In fact, studies show that when you're tired, you'll assume that your body is too tired to exercise and you're more likely to skip your workout. So that's what decision fatigue is and the problems that it can cause. But what do you do about it? Here are five things you can do to fight decision fatigue. Number one, make batch decisions. After a long day at work, it can feel overwhelming to make a simple decision, like what to eat for dinner. And you might find that you default to fast food delivery from your usual restaurant, even though you'd wanted to save money or you vowed to start to eat healthier. Try planning your meals ahead of time. On Sunday night, plan what you're going to eat all week. Buy the ingredients or prepare some food in advance. Then you'll have one less decision to make every day. It's easier to make those decisions in batches. So rather than plan each meal one by one, do it all at once. You can also plan your clothes a week in advance, decide which days you're going to go to the gym, and plan when you're going to run errands or go to your appointments. Then you'll reserve a lot of brain power and have to rely less on willpower to make those healthy choices. Number two, simplify your life. You can waste a lot of brain power trying to pick out what to eat for breakfast, what to wear to work, or what project to tackle first. Simplifying your decisions makes life easier. Think about Steve Jobs and his famous black turtlenecks. He didn't waste any time trying to decide what to wear every morning. He simplified his wardrobe. If you don't want to wear the exact same thing every day, just pick the same shirt in five different colors or do whatever works for you so that you don't stand in front of the closet trying to pick out something that looks good every day. You might even just rotate through a few pre-planned outfits. Simplify other decisions too. Maybe you eat the same thing for breakfast every day for a week or you just establish a simple routine that you can follow. And before you start thinking, well, that sounds boring to do the same things every single day, Remember that by simplifying those little decisions, then you'll have more brain power to focus on bigger things. You'll have the mental energy that you need to create a better life with the choices that matter a lot more. Number three, make important decisions in the morning. You'll have the most brain power in the morning. So if you can, make important decisions first thing. While you might be tempted to put off an important meeting or maybe a negotiation until later in the day, you might be better off putting that on your to-do list first thing in the morning. And don't waste your morning brain power scrolling through email. Reserve the decisions that don't matter as much for later in the day when you won't need as much brainpower left over. As the morning wears on and you're feeling depleted, let's say by 11 a.m., hold off on decision-making until after lunch if you can. Which brings us to number four, take a lunch break. Studies show that you might get a boost in your brain power right after you eat lunch. I'm not sure if that's because you eat or because you step away from work for a minute. Or maybe it's a combination of both. But it's important to take a lunch break. Whether you talk to your colleagues, eat a slice of pizza at your desk, or just go for a walk in nature, when you're done, tackle a few important decisions. And number five, set a time limit on the decisions that you make. When you're having a tough time making a choice, pause and consider how much time you actually want to devote to that decision. For example, if you can't decide what kind of phone to buy, how long do you actually want to spend researching it? If you're in the market for a smartphone, the reality is no matter what phone you pick, you'll end up with one that makes calls, sends text messages, takes pictures, and surfs the internet. No matter what brand you have or how much you spend, the end result's going to be fairly similar. So set a time limit on how long you want to think about your options, maybe an hour. Then when your time's up, pick one. That time limit can prevent you from wasting precious brain power on one thing for too long. So there you have it. Decision fatigue is a real problem, but there are things you can do to preserve your brain power for the most important decisions. Make batch decisions, simplify your life, make important decisions in the morning, take a lunch break, and set a time limit on how long you're going to spend making certain decisions. Remember that you can't necessarily make it so that you have more brain power every day when you wake up, but you can modify your environment in a way that uses your brain power more efficiently. Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share the episode with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the Very Well Mind podcast, you can head to verywellmind.com/podcast.